Hi everybody, Ben Myers, the Assistant Director of Communications and Marketing here at Albany Law School. And today on the podcast, we're going to be speaking with Andrea Wedler, who is the Director of Financial Aid here at the Law School and answering some questions that we've been seeing pop up a lot, which always happens this time of year, regardless of current events. So Andrea is going to be joining us in just a second. But as always, if you need to stay up to date on what the law school is doing, Check out albanylaw.edu slash coronavirus. has all kinds of resources there and a lot of questions uh, that are answered there that you can take advantage of. And since you can't get to campus right now, there are a couple of ways to virtually visit Albany Law School. Those are all done through our admissions department. That's albanylaw.edu slash admissions. And then we have ways that you can visit us virtually. There's an accepted student section there as well if uh, you are about to get here to Albany Law and you have questions. It's probably in that accepted student section. Also, as always, keep an eye on our social media feeds, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, LinkedIn, that always has new updates and new information coming out of law school, because just because we're not on campus doesn't mean the law school isn't active and isn't engaging with the community. Um, Also, keep an eye out for some virtual events that we have coming up. We're going to have another Accepted Students Day in May, so that's going to be an exciting time. So make sure to follow for all those kind of updates and everything. Um, And that's all we have for our new little news segment here at the top. Let's get over and talk with Andrea. And we're back here with Andrea Wedler, who is the Director of Financial Aid here at Albany Law School. And uh, Andrea, just uh, welcome to the podcast. And if you would, just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Thank you for having me. Like you said, I'm Andrea Wedler. I'm the Director of Financial Aid. I've been at Albany Law School for over 13 years. um, And I pretty much do it all in financial aid. I'm the only one. So when you call, you get me. When you email, you get me. (laughs) What were you doing before you got to Albany Law? Financial aid at a different different college. Okay. So it's a a long history of uh, working with people in, in this area. Yeah, 20 years now. Well, then you're the perfect person to talk to because we're obviously uh, in a time of flux, time of uncertainty uh, a little bit around here. And uh, what we want to do and what we're trying to do on the podcast is help put people's minds at ease about coming to law school, making sure you can afford to do so, and uh, knowing that there's help out there. And uh, obviously, you're one of the people that can obviously help people a lot with uh, dealing with get the kind of the business side of law school. So if you would, could you just give me a brief overview of uh, how many students utilize financial aid at Albany Law and what kind of packages they usually get? Sure. So I would say over 80% of our students receive some type of federal financial aid. Um, First, students should know that we package up to the full cost of attendance. So what that includes is the tuition and fees, which is the part that's going to show up on their bill. And then there's an amount for living expenses, which is especially important for JD students who are not able to work while they're in school. So a typical package starts first with any scholarship that's offered by admissions. There's a small amount of work study after that for most students that's need-based and almost everybody qualifies. The unsubsidized Stafford loan, which is the basic student loan, is up to $20,500 per year for graduate students. And then anything left after that in the cost of attendance is covered by a Grad Plus loan, which is also a federal student loan. 
and we like to remind students they do not have to accept the full package if they don't need it and we recommend that you budget carefully to minimize your borrowing mm, yeah and i guess just let's for a second pretend that i'm a brand new student coming into albany law what's one of the first things that i should do or forms i should fill out uh, to get this process started and uh, i guess just where do i begin you should complete your FAFSA, which is the free application for federal student aid that is a starting point for all federal aid and can be completed online at fafsa.ed.gov. And graduate students do not need to include their parent information. We get that question a lot. Hmm. Okay, perfect. And uh, so I filled, so spinning it forward here a little bit, I've uh, I filled out my FAFSA, I got all my documentation done. What's kind of the rest of the timeline in the financial aid process, like uh, after post FAFSA, I guess? Okay, so once we have the FAFSA, we'll put an aid package together for you. So any accepted JD student with a FAFSA will get a letter in the mail that'll detail your package for you. After you pay your deposit, then you're going to receive an email from ITS that's going to have your credentials. So you can log into our portal. It'll have your law school email address and all of that. And then Again, anybody who has a FAFSA will get another email um, from me saying, okay, now that you have access to the portal, you can here's where you can find your financial aid package. You can review your awards, you can accept your awards, and then there's a checklist of items that you need to complete in order to get the whole process done. It's pretty simple. Um, and then if everything is completed on time, then the aid comes to us right before classes start. Oh, so perfect. So uh, I could just got to go online, get my my forms done. Then it sounds like it's a, a kind of an online process for the most part. Yes, it's very online. Um, so in addition to accepting your awards, there's going to be a required entrance counseling that you do. That's a federal thing. And then you would need to fill out a master promissory note for um, each of those two loans if you're borrowing both. And that's all done at studentloans.gov with the same login that you used for your FAFSA. Okay, another follow-up question there. It sounds like we're doing a lot of stuff um, at the federal level. Uh, mm -hmm. Is there any state-level stuff that we should know about, or is it all kind of at the federal level? It's all federal. Um, the state doesn't give any um, TAP grants to graduate students anymore. Okay, okay. Um, so that's kind of the, the the loan system, the, the, the financial aid process here, but I know... Um, there's a lot of people who apply for scholarships and kind of outside money. Um, can you walk me through some of those scholarship opportunities at Albany Law? Sure. Um, so the the Albany Law School scholarship, the merit scholarship that's given out to JD students upon admission is given by admissions. And that's based on your LSAT score and your undergraduate GPA. Beyond that, um, there's a lot of outside opportunities that come up during the school year. Um, I typically share those with students via email, so they should keep an eye out for those. Um, a couple of examples, there's a John Alexander Memorial Scholarship that's for residents of Schenectady County. There's one called Saxton Porter, which is for graduates of Union College. Uh, ACO has a significant scholarship for students interested in tax law, estate, and financial planning. And the New York Bar Foundation has many scholarships and fellowships that they send out during the course of the year in different areas of practice. 
Okay, perfect. So, so I got my my loans, I got my scholarships, and then um, I was just I was personally just going through the website a little bit and looking at the loan repayment assistance program. Can you kind of give me a, an overview of that and kind of what that program is? Yeah, so this program provides money up to $10,000 a year to recent graduates to use towards their loan payments. We take applications uh, once a year, usually in February and March. The application and the details are up on the website. It's open to the three most recent graduating classes, and you can apply each of those three years after you graduate, so it's not just a one-time thing and they have to be working in public service. There are some income limits and that's all detailed on the website. If you're given money by us, you'll initially sign a promissory note. So it's like a loan, but it doesn't actually go into repayment. After one year um, from when we give you that money, we recheck your employment to make sure that you're still working in public service. And then we cancel 75% of that amount that we gave you. And after the second year, we check again, if you're still in public service, we cancel the other 25 percent of the remaining debt so it's if you do leave public service it will it is it is a loan so it will go into repayment but if you stay in for two years after getting the money it all gets canceled well that's i i personally did not know that that's outstanding <laughs> yeah and that's in addition to the federal public service loan forgiveness program that's out there so this is this is our personal private program Wow, fantastic! Um, I guess uh, I guess that kind of naturally leads me to my my last question here on the main list before we hit the famed lightning round. Um, what are some of the other financial aid policies that I should be aware of as a student coming in? Uh, you know, we we're talking about the promissory thing. We we're just talking about the repayment assistance. What are some mm -hmm. other ones that uh, maybe you get asked questions a lot about that uh, would be good for students to know about? Yep, there's a couple of things that I get questions about or that happen frequently. The first that students should know is that all loans have to fit within the cost of attendance. So that's that budget amount that we set up that all your aid gets filed under. So sometimes students who look at the federal loan package and feel like that doesn't meet their need will then go and apply for a private education loan. But those also have to fit within the cost of attendance. So we can't actually certify those if you've already maxed out your other aid. So in those cases, their best bet is to reach out to me and to um, apply for a budget adjustment. We have a form for that um, and you provide documentation. So going out and getting the private loan doesn't help. Second, we can't disperse aid early. We get questions about, you know, I need to put down a security deposit or, you know, whatever costs are associated with coming here and getting ready for school. And unfortunately, the loans can't be dispersed early. We're bound by federal rules. So you want to make sure that you plan for that and plan to pay some of your upfront out-of-pocket expenses before your aid comes. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, the timing is always tough because uh, the feds are the feds and they, they have their, their right. calendar that they keep. Right. Um, and I guess just one more follow-up before the lightning round here, and just because it's current events and uh, current things are going on um, with the um, outbreak stuff and we're all doing the social distancing and we're all working from home, um, what changes or updates should people be aware of um, when working with you in the financial aid office during this uh, pandemic time? You know, uh, what should should they just be emailing? Should they try and set up Zoom meetings? Uh, what's the best way to get in touch with you? And then kind of what updates have we had to put in place for the outbreak here? 
Um, not too much has changed. Yes, I'm working from home, um, but my office phone does roll over to my cell phone, so you can still reach out to me that way. I haven't actually gotten a lot of phone calls since I've been at home, um, but you know, email is is a surefire way. If you want to talk face to face, we can set up Zoom. I've done that with a few students, so there shouldn't be any real interruption of service. Um, but yep. everything else is running pretty smoothly. Oh, well, that, that's good to hear because <laughs> yeah. there's a lot of stuff that unfortunately is not. So it's good to hear right. that there's uh, there's plans in place. Excellent. Um, but there's one thing that you can never anticipate, and that is the famed Albany Law School podcast lightning round. Are you prepared for the Albany Law School podcast lightning round? I have no idea. <laughs> Um, what is the best off-campus place to get something to eat, say, if you forgot lunch? Cardona's. Oh, what's Cardona's? Uh, it's a little Italian market slash deli on Delaware Avenue, and they have the world's best sandwich, which is called the Forget About It. Um, what's the best place to get a cup of coffee? Well, I'm not a big coffee drinker. And I will say I'm not a big fan of Starbucks, so I understand that there's a Dunkin' Donuts in the Albany Medical Center, so I would pick that. <laughs> okay, okay, that's totally fine. Um, and then uh, I guess we'll just end on this one. What's the best thing that, or what's one thing that you really want to tell accepted students or new students or students who are currently at Albany Law that might be worried about their financial aid that maybe we haven't mentioned yet? Uh, what's one thing they should be keeping in mind or, or what's one thing that maybe they should be planning for when things do return to normal? Um, the one thing I typically tell students, and this is not, you know, virus related, is that the, the process is pretty simple. For graduate school, financial aid is pretty simple the process is easy you know i have students who call me and they or email me to set an appointment and they come in and they're ready to sit down and have this long appointment and usually i can answer their questions in like a minute or two so don't fret i'm always here reach out to me anytime perfect advice great advice um and actually that's all i have on my list here uh andrea thanks so much for being on the albany law school podcast thanks for having me 